Yo, welcome back to the Killer Sports Pick Podcast. Got your host, Killer, and my main man, Ground Jordan. What's up, Killer? Nothing much, man. We're getting ready to do this. Start this off right. College football season in full swing today. How you feel about that? Oh, it's very exciting. Been looking forward to it for a long time. There we go. <laughs> Little DJ horn for you just to get you going. Nice. I'm awake now. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm ready to go. So let's keep everybody warm, even though it's been 90 degrees for the last three days. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Greg. No. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's give a shout out to New England Fleece. Thank you for the blankets you're giving us. Thank you for uh, helping out our listeners. A couple of our listeners called. If you want to mock John or Pete to hook you up, go to northeastfleece.com. Check out what they have and they will take care of you. Yeah, they're the best. And uh, Greg Gear, play forever. What's your play forever? I think this high school team in Ohio last night had a play forever. The score was 99 to 81. Oh, wow. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, I feel like the uh, defensive coaches are probably going to have a rough week. Yeah, everybody's going to be dying to play those team because <laughs> they don't play defense. Can you imagine a scoreboard operator? Probably never, never ever like see you know press ninety nine on the scoreboard. You know, like sometimes if they mess up the score and they run and to get all the way back to the way beginner score is, they do that. But this guy probably like it's crazy to imagine the referee's arms from throwing up the touchdown sign on that all night. Oh yeah, their arms have got to be burning today. Yeah, they probably got the ice pack strapped to both shoulders. <laughs> Well, so <laughs> you heard yesterday, you know. Um, I wonder if the high school scoreboard had a third digit up there. I don't think it did. That's what they were saying. So they probably told the team not to score again. Yeah, they're probably worried. They're like, "Oh crap! What are we gonna do if they score again?" Yeah, it's yeah. They're icing their own kicker. But how do you lose when you score eighty-one points? Hey, they found a way. <laughs> yeah, they're never gonna. They're not gonna win all year now. I wonder if they had some sort of internal fantasy football league going on that the coaches yeah. played in. Yeah. So they're like focused a hundred percent on offense, telling their players. They're like, "Look, guys, defense is overrated. Doesn't win anything." Yeah, they all high offense. school fantasy football in Ohio. I can see that. Oh, I want to thank uh, Greg here for the hat. I wore it all day yesterday. Oh, those hats are nice, aren't they? We got to give oh, our yeah. listeners some. If you're listening. I wore one to work yesterday. You did? Oh, That's yeah. nice. It's awesome. If you're listening, shoot us an email on our, our website or follow us on Twitter and request a hat. We'll get your address and we'll send it to you. We'll send you a hat, gray gear hat and gray gear hoodie. These things are unbelievable. You really like it. Uh, before I forget, <laughs> sorry. 
What does that sound? It, it was supposed to be someone cheering because I'm giving something away free, but it didn't. That cheer sound didn't go out right. It sounded like a like a bus at a bus stop or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next stop? Yeah, it did sound like a bus. Uh, people can follow us on Twitter at Pick and visit our website, com. There we go. Best in the business. So, so do we have any any uh, hot tennis news to cover this yeah, week? Yeah, Serena beat Venus yesterday. Do, do you think we should play against each other? Would you, you think you could beat me at tennis? It would probably be the longest tennis match <laughs> in the history of tennis. <laughs> Why? You know, we're destroyed. The scoring. Well, would only be like either hitting the net or hitting it out of bounds. There'd be no, no actual rally. scoring. Right. Winning. We should do it, man. That that's difficult though. It's like they grew up with each other and like I'm sure they talk and they you know, like they practice with each other. Their dad really you know, really put them through a tough regiment in uh Watts, LA. They grew up in Watts, and they face each other. You know, I think Serena's up. Serena is up eighteen to twelve in terms of the matchups. But it was like uh, Venus had the lowest scores, or was the most lopsided scores in like U.S. Open history. Really? Do you think she did it on purpose? Uh. I don't really know much about tennis. Oh, okay. To be honest. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so let's move on from that. We had a good week in our picks last week. We picked that huge Hawaii upset. Yeah, were you uh, on the first day, I was, right? The first set of games, four for four on the picks? Yeah, four for four. I ended up finishing for the week eight and seven. Uh, I kind of not going to take responsibility but i think what messed us messed me up was picking saturday for thursday because there's a couple of games that that changed i i would change during the week i wouldn't have i would have gone in another direction because the information on saturday kind of differed from thursday so but we just stick to uh saturdays right those are picked pretty far out yeah. In advance. So it kind of like uh, threw me off a little bit. But nevertheless, I still finished on the plus side. Nice. So before we get into the uh, the slate of college football games for today, did you see uh, Gio Gonzalez was traded <laughs> uh, during, the, during the baseball game yesterday? Yeah. He started off washed it hot during the game. Poor guy gets traded during during the game. That sucked. Everybody watching knew before he did, I think. Yes, that's true. You know, they they were talking about it, the announcers and everything. So everybody watching the game on TV at home knew that he was traded and they're showing him, you know, zooming in. He's probably like, man. Why are all these cameras pointed at me around the stadium? Yeah. <laughs> just smiling, 
eating his seeds, looking happy, has no idea. Yeah, he's like planning on like what he's gonna do when he goes home. You're gonna move to Milwaukee when you go home, buddy. <laughs> but it is really a win-win to get traded uh, in the middle of a game because you either you win for for Washington and you say Washington wins and you get to say like, oh, I wanted to win, you know, one last game for my team. Yeah. But if Milwaukee wins, you could take credit for that too. <laughs> that their uh, morale was boosted by knowing that you were coming over. Yeah, so he, he won either way. That's so crazy. That sucks, though. So uh, what do you say? We're going to get in our slate, 12 o'clock slate? Absoluticris. <laughs> Absoluticris. All right, so... First uh, set of games we got uh, today at noon. So first game up, Oregon State at Ohio State. Ooh. Um, what are you thinking here? I'm thinking. <laughs> I think. So it's Ohio State minus 40. Over under is 63 and a half. That's going to be crazy. That's. That's big for uh, a first week. You you know you're having that controversy. You know Ohio State is facing with uh, not having their head coach on the sideline, Urban Meyer. Oh, uh, Oregon. You know they're returning seven offensive starters. I know they only beat had one game uh, win last year. I don't think they're gonna get beat by forty points. You know, they do have a little bit of hope. They have a couple of guys that, uh, you know, came that did well last year. Tagaya, Noah Tagaya, tight end. He's pretty good. I, I just don't see them getting beat by 40 yeah, the points. 40, the 40 is a little high. They only lost by 40 one time last year. You know, and, and they had quite a bit of close games. So 40 seems too high. So it looks like. Oregon State taking Oregon State uh plus 40. Definitely, yes. And it's going to to me it's going to be an under game either Ohio State will come I think Oregon's going to score something, but Ohio State might come out and you know, score a few and it's you know, you have a backup coach. You have a lot going on in that locker room. I I I see Ohio State not covering the 40. I'm going Oregon State plus 40. All right. Next game, they have uh, Ole Miss at Texas Tech. And so you have Ole Miss plus two and a half, over under 67 and a half. What do you think here? This is going to be a high-scoring game. You know, it's, it's I, I, I'm watching this game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But at the end, I'm going with Ole Miss. Ole Miss uh, plus two and a half. Yes, I'm taking and, the points uh, with Ole Miss. So you think because it's a high-scoring game, you're looking at taking the over no, I just 67 and a half? Miss is the better team. I love uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, they have what return? They have eight offensive players returning. A.J. Brown, he he's unbelievable. I don't think Texas Tech... 
is going to be able to stop him. Texas Tech is uh, they're not defensive oriented. That's why I'm going with the over. And I just think Ole Miss is Ole Miss Ole Miss <laughs> Ole Miss is going to come in <laughs> and uh, they're going to run the town. And Texas Tech's not really returning too many offensive starters this year. They only return in like uh, six. Yeah, they only have six guys returning. And nobody's really, you know, shining. They, you know, they, they're they an offensive-minded team. I see this game being an over, but I see Ole Miss coming out victorious. Nice. Uh, next game we have FAU at Oklahoma. It's uh, FAU plus 20.5 and the over-under 72.5. Here's another thing. I... I uh... FAU's program was like a a team. <laughs> I hit the wrong one. They were a team in the gutter for a long time. They haven't won. They didn't win more than three games in like I forgot. You know, a ton of seasons. And then Lane Kiffin came, and that's their saving hope. I I know Oklahoma is good. They still have a void to fill. Uh, they have an athletic quarterback, Murray, filling the void that uh, Mayfield left. But 20 and a half against the Lane Kiffin team, that's big. Um, Murray's a good athlete. He actually, the Oakland A's just signed him uh, baseball-wise. But I'm going with FAU getting 20 and a half, and I'm going with the over. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going with the over 72.5. I like it. Yeah, that, that spread seems seems too large for uh, for Oklahoma to, to beat. Yes, yeah, just... Um, it's going to be a lot of touchdowns. I like FAU. I watched them last year. You got to think, too, and uh, someone brought this to my attention... In Florida and Alabama, you have a ton of schools. There's, you know, there's a ton of colleges. There's a lot of competition. You know, a guy could be a good player but not have the grades to go to, like, a Florida State or a Florida. But a FAU might grab him, you know. And, you know, you have good athletes there. Now they got, they're mixed with Lane Kiffin, a great coach. I, I like him. Getting 20 and a half. All right. So that's uh, so, that's rounded our moving, 12 o'clock games. Are we moving to the 3.30? Yeah, so we're moving on to the mid-afternoon slate now. So the first game we're looking at. What are we looking at? That distracts you? Belmont. Belmont Stakes. <laughs> uh, Washington State at Wyoming. Good game. So Washington State. Minus two and a half, and an over-under of 45 and a half. This game is definitely going to be an under game. I like Wyoming. They came and they actually won a game for us last year. But Washington State, again, another program that wasn't doing well. And uh, that, you know, that Mike Leach... Great coach. He, he he brought them back last year. They won. They were on a winning streak for a while last year. 
I'm I'm going with Washington State. Wyoming's an, a pro- yeah. They had they had a lot of good wins, a lot of good wins last year. Washington State did. Yeah, they did. They surprised a lot of people, and uh, Wyoming's a program that you know they're digging themselves out of, out of you know the bottom. They did well last week. Last year they surprised everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Washington State, and I'm taking the under on this. Washington All State right. minus two and a half. Sorry. Sounds good. So, next game we got Tennessee at West Virginia. So we have a uh, Tennessee plus nine and a half and an over under of sixty one and a half. So this game's being played in a neutral site, I believe, right? North Carolina. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I believe they're playing this in a neutral site. So I have a buddy who played, uh, yeah, they're playing this game in Charlotte. I had a buddy who played college basketball, and he said the toughest place he ever played was West Virginia. He said their fans come out, their fans are big. I see West Virginia high-scoring offense. They, uh, they love to pass. They love to mix it up. They have a great coach. Dana Holgrinson. I, I I see West Virginia minus nine. They're gonna it's gonna be a one sided game. I don't see Tennessee doing much today. So you want to take the under there? Yeah, sixty one and a half. We have one team scoring is a lot. It, it's just Makes a, sense. it's a lot of points to to cover. I don't. Tennessee just doesn't strike me as uh, coming out and. Putting up half of that. That's so. Before I go any further, I kind of want to give my strategy. What I do to pick the teams, I look at the game that I'm going to play. Once I figure out the games I'm going to play, I look at the games and I figure out what do I think the score is going to be, who's going to win, and what's the score going to be. After I pick that, I go and look at the spread, and that's how I fit in who I'm going to determine who I'm going to play. So if I look at, when I looked at this game, I had tw- uh, West Virginia in my head saying, you know, I see like a 30, 34-3 or a 37-6 type game. And to me, that's going to be under. Right. I think that's a good strategy because you're not, you're not letting any of the any of the data, you know, kind of cloud your, your judgment or any of the storylines or anything like that. And then once you look at them, you can make it, you know, match what you already thought based on your experience and all the knowledge that you already have. I agree. Now, if this game, because college is a different type of uh, atmosphere, if this game was being played in Tennessee, I, I would, I would might, I might go different, but nine and a half, to me, is a big sport. Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, West Virginia. Big sport. I meant big spread. <laughs> what? All right. What was that? Was that Flubber? Yeah, was. What? She said what because I made a mistake. I have a lot of people in here, man. Oh, the live studio audience? Yes. Did you get rid of all those animals or are they still there? Oh, they're here too. It's like Noah's Ark. What do I have in here? I have a, I have a couple more from last year. I, I still have the crickets. <laughs> I got a frog. 
right. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, now. I'm surprised they all get along. That's they do. the craziest they do. part to me. They do. <laughs> they get along. I think my wife don't get along with them sometimes. <laughs> okay. Next, we have Washington at Auburn. This- and it's a uh, spread is Washington plus two. And the over-under is 48-and-a-half. This, this game also, this is playing, being played in a neutral site. It's being played in Georgia, SEC country. I This is going to be a good one. Washington isn't a, a bad team. The, uh, the uh, Auburn Tigers, they come to play. They're a big team. They always step up. They're ret- returning a host of starters, 14 and all, six on offense, seven on that good defense. And uh, I'm going with Auburn, minus two. I believe this would be a low-scoring game because of uh, Auburn's defense. The Huskies aren't bad either. Jake Brown is returning. He's a senior, good quarterback. Had a uh, great year last year. Pac-12, big league. Chris Peterson, great coach. But I just think they're, they're going to be too far from uh, Washington State. And I see Auburn covering by two. Um, so do you do you think it's going to be over or under at 48 and a half? I say under. No, I, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. I think Washington will put up some points. And I think Auburn's going to put up some points. Auburn always has, you know... Good offense. I'm going with um I'm going with the over. And that's low, forty eight and a half. Neutral site. I'm going with the over. Alright. Next game we have uh Cincy at UCLA. It's uh UCLA minus fourteen and a half with an over under of sixty four. Before I looked at this before I I looked at anything in this game, I thought you know UCLA's incoming coach Chip Kelly and I said right away it's going to be an over game because he's just a guy he scores points and he he just loves to score and I don't think he probably even practices defense he probably was coaching at Ohio both uh Ohio teams last night the high school <laughs> but he just ran from sideline to sideline yeah line. <laughs> we just sat there just yelling out <laughs> please <laughs> uh UCLA they have a, a, a freshman quarterback, Dorian Thompson Robinson, a hyphenator. They're returning uh, Jambo, good uh, good running back, great running back. Uh, I take I'm taking UCLA, UCLA, and definitely definitely going with the over because uh, Chip Kelly, great coach, and we know how he rolls. Uh, that should be a pretty exciting game, right? I think so. You, uh, Cincinnati isn't that bad. You know, they won four games last year. Wasn't, you know, any big wins. But uh, Hayden Moore, he, he he's a pretty good quarterback. He's not that bad. They're re- returning uh, six offensive starters. And it was, they have a second-year coach. He, you know, finished 4-8 and eight last year. But Chip Kelly, I think he's just way he's he's more of the experienced guy here. UCLA's big program. We'll go with UCLA covering fourteen and a half. 
and that game is actually one of the closest uh, consensus picks on covers. I don't know if you've seen. It's a 54-46 wow. uh, for UCLA. That's a pretty close consensus. You usually don't see them that close. No, that is that is pretty close. I didn't really look at that, but yes, it is. It is really close because that's what type of, you know, that's what type of games it's going to be. But um, it's just a tough, you know, it's Chip Kelly. I think Cincinnati has the more experienced team. They definitely have the more experienced quarterback. But coaching staff wise, I think UCLA, you know, they have the uh, experience coaching wise. So I, I, I'm going with um, UCLA. All right. Next game. Very exciting. Got Michigan at Notre Dame. Oh, and this is a pick'em with an over under of forty six. It it started as a pick'em. I just checked it. It switched to Notre Dame plus one and a half. These two teams uh, it's so weird, like Notre Dame Navy, Notre Dame Michigan, Notre Dame Michigan State. Whenever they play, it's it's gonna be a close game. They always play play each other tough. They've been playing each other for a long time. But I I have to go with uh Notre Dame this year. I like uh, Brian Kelly. He always has his team experience. I know Harbaugh, you know, he has experience too. You know, uh, overruns is 46. I'm going with Notre Dame. The Dom. Sounds good. And what are you uh, taking for the over-under? They always play each other tough, and it's Usually a low-scoring game, but I think this year Notre Dame, you know, has a couple of weapons that they're going to bring out. They have uh, Wimbush, senior quarterback, Dexter Williams, running back. He didn't start last year. Claypool, awesome receiver, and their defense is pretty stacked. I, but I think I think it's going to be an over game. I think it's going to go over forty-six rather. Yeah, so this is another one with a close consensus. Uh, 57% are taking Michigan, only 43 Notre Dame. Um, but Notre Dame has a returning quarterback. Michigan does not. No. But the running um, – so. what's his name? Uh, Higdon's a good running back. It's just – it's going to be a back-and-forth game they, they, like they play every year. It always – and I know every game comes – comes down to the last uh quarter but that's what their games always do it's always like something memorable happens and it's just gonna happen again something memorable is gonna happen at the end of this game you know like uh i remember watching tim brown like you know michigan's beating notre dame they kicked the ball to tim brown and he scores and the game's over or desmond howard and you know taking the last play and he scores and they win it's always something when these two play but I think today, I know today, Notre Dame's going to come out victorious. Nice. All right, next game, got Louisville at Alabama. It's Louisville plus 24 with an over-under over of 62 and a half. Ah, uh, poor Louisville. They got the uh, national champ. <laughs> but good thing for Louisville. Even though they're a cardinal and I have a wolf going, 
I think that first of all, Alabama very rarely like Spurrier will beat you, but he doesn't blow people out. And uh he he he'll get his second team in and get his guys reps. The thing I the reason why I looked at this game I looked at this game and I thought about the spread. Obviously I don't think Louisville's gonna beat Alabama. I would, you know, be crazy to think that. Louisville doesn't have a bad team, but I don't think they're gonna be Alabama. But the thing Alabama's doing that I don't like is they're gonna play two quarterbacks. They're playing uh Jalen Hurts in Tua Tag. I can't say his whole name. I think that those are Oh yeah, he's got a tough he name. Has a tough name. <laughs> what I think personally is when you do that, you're gonna have a guy going in and in his mind he's going to do more than what he's supposed to because he wants to start. So not only is he competing against his team, he's competing against Louisville, he's going to be competing against his teammate because he wants to start. I I just think, um, you know, Louisville has a return of seven starters. Jalen Smith is unbelievable. He did well last year. They're not a bad team. I don't think they're going to get blown out by 24. I don't think they're going to win. You know, they're playing at a neutral site, too, where Alabama isn't, you know, Alabama's home, you know, it's a different ball game. They're playing at a a neutral site. I see Louisville staying in this game and covering uh, with uh, 24 points. I agree. Um, Alabama, you know, they don't have a ton of returning players. They're all, uh, you know, new wide receivers. And like you said, new quarterback, two new quarterbacks, essentially, starting. But with that, too, you can never – Alabama's <clears throat> recruiting classes are so good that, you know, like they're guys, maybe that sophomore who's sitting behind, you know, a good wide receiver, he could be a starter somewhere else, too. So I'm not taking them for granted. But it's just – I just think they're not – I don't – 24 is high for a – team you're gonna be playing two quarterbacks you know and i just think it's too much uh to do something like that i agree and uh last pick kill his big dog pick (laughs) my big dog pick so if you listen last week uh we just my big dog pick actually actually won he didn't they didn't win by the money line but I'm going with Central Michigan over Kentucky, 17 and a half. Play the money line. Play it every way. Play money line. Play the points. I just think that Kentucky is given too much credit. And I, I, uh, I see Central Michigan um, hitting a jackpot. So play it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, that's it for our college football lineups for today i'm really looking forward to to watching these games it's going to be pretty exciting sure it is i uh i'm already packed in the house i'm done for the day i'm just gonna sit here and uh (laughs) just watch (laughs) my wife's gonna Um, tell me to uh (laughs) get out of the house Oh, man.
So, what do you say? We watch, uh, move into some baseball? Sounds good. So, uh, I know you got a 405 lineup, and then I'm going to give my 705 lineup, and I, I have a five-man. Do you have one as well? Yes, I do have a five-man. So, my 405. All right, so what's, what's your 405? My 405, I'm going with Mots from the Mets. I'm going with uh, a New York Yankee stock, Bird Walker, and Duhar Stanton. Then shortstop, I'm going with Rodriguez because, you know, I was going to – you got to play three games. Rodriguez with uh, Detroit. Then I'm sticking with my Mets and going Nemo, Confrado, and McNeil. That's my 405. What's the uh... – who are the Mets playing today? The Mets are playing uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, yeah, they're playing at San Fran, yes, right? Yes, sir. Sounds good. I like that lineup. Um, all right, my seven oh five. I'm going on out on a limb here with my pitcher. Oh man, don't tell me you're Wei Chang uh, tonight. No, come on. I, can't do it. I told you to stat. Listen. 705, guys, go with Chen. Wait, Chen, baby. All right, sorry. All right. Well, if you want to listen to me, uh, I'm taking Ponce de Leon. Not bad. From St. Louis. So he, he's gotten called up a couple times this year. Um, let's see. I think it's one, two, three, eh, about like seven, eight games, you know. And he hasn't pitched a lot of complete games. However... However. July 23rd, he was called up to pitch um, at Cincinnati, which, you know, now he's playing Cincinnati at home. And so when he was called up last time, he pitched seven innings. Uh, he had only three strikeouts, but he didn't give up any runs, and he got the quality start. So he's kind of a – it was definitely a sleeper pick here. Uh, people, A lot of people will probably stack Cincy against this guy. Did you hear that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a, a horse farting? Oh, no, it was sleeper. He was snoring. So, sleeper pick, but he's only 6300 which leaves you a ton of money left over in your lineup. So, at catcher first base, I'm taking Austin from Minnesota. Good pick. At second base, I'm taking Merrifield from Kansas City. You have got to be kidding. <laughs> Third base, I'm taking Arenado. Good. Uh, shortstop, taking Story. Colorado's playing at San Diego. Against some bad pitching. Uh, I know last night, however, San Diego whooped up on on uh, on the Rockies, but yeah, I, was surprised yeah, I feel like Colorado's going to bounce back here. Uh, outfield, I got Mullins from Baltimore. Mancini from Baltimore. Jones from Baltimore, and then at my utility position, I have Sano from Minnesota. Nice. I, I dig the small Baltimore bats. They had a little win streak going. I know they got rid of uh, their best player, Machado, but these guys have uh, really, really stepped up, like the Mancinis and, and Joneses, and, you know, they, they have a pretty good uh, little thing going. Yeah, they're they're putting up runs, and you know I like that. Uh, I feel like that that um, Baltimore Kansas City game might be a high scoring game. There's 
you know, not great pitching in that game. And both these teams have been putting up runs lately. Yes, they're going to score a lot of runs. You know, we're going to have to move out the way and get the truck going. <laughs> All right. Um, and my five-man. Uh, there's only one five-man today. It's Colorado at, at San Diego. So my five-man in my MVP spot, I'm putting Blackman. And infield, Story, outfield, Para, utility, LeMahieu. And at utility, last utility spot, I'm putting Myers. So my reason for, for doing this pick, um, I'm not going to put Arenado in there because that's what most people are going to do. Most people are either going to put Arenado or Myers mm-hmm. there. So I want to differ myself from the pack, so that's why I put Blackman there. And uh, I'm going heavy on Colorado because I think that a lot of people are going to go heavy on San Diego today <laughs> because of the game. Me, yeah. Because of the game last night. So people see the game last night, see the score, see what happened, and so, you know, kind of jump on it and go heavy San Diego. But nice. All right, so now you're five, man, which is probably going to be the opposite of <laughs> I'm going Hosmer, Story, Outfield, Renfro. Hosmer is why I'm 1.5. Gonzalez is my utility, and DeLameo is my utility. Nice. Kind of did opposite well, of what you talked about. So. Great. So we're on the same page then. Exactly. Are you um <laughs> are you playing NASCAR this week? No. When is is it still NASCAR yeah. season? <laughs> I have no idea when NASCAR season starts or ends. Do they have horns? <laughs> I don't think they have horns in their cars. Why not? Like can you imagine them like beeping at each other? Wouldn't that be crazy? It would probably never stop. Yeah, they. Yeah, it would be crazy. So, let's gear up. Take our advice. Take our football picks. Take our baseball lineups. And let's win some money this weekend. And stay tuned. We have a NFL totals. And we have a survivor um, strategy pool coming out. It'll probably be out Monday, but stay tuned in and win some money. Got anything to say, Ground? Uh, follow us on Twitter at Kill a Sport Pick. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening. And we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>